Hello. Hey, look at that. We're live. Once again, you have found Texas Steampunk Connection. Ah. We are coming to you from our various bunkers and airships. Once again, um, <laughs> I am Flavio Foz, your host, and my co-hosts are always with me, Jack and Thax. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hello. hello. I apologize uh, for your dog. How are you guys doing? I don't know worries. People love dogs. Yeah, he's also <laughs> Pomeranian. That weighs like 10 pounds and is about, about as big around as he is as long. So. That's a big Pomeranian. <laughs> he misses mom because mom is the world. And so therefore he realizes that if he sits at the door and barks, he will get her home. <laughs> oh, that's how it works. That's okay. how it works. It makes her walk in the door. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, she can hear my voice. I'll get her home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, we are we already have one list. We already we already have one watcher and oh. at one minute in. Hello, whoever you are, say hi to us. Yeah, here's some comments. We can know who you are. Uh today is Okay, so today we are in to the second week of early voting in Texas, where yes. we yes. are in mm -hmm. Texas. Uh University of Texas. Yes. So so yeah, the election continues, the drama continues. Uh, some other states started voting earlier than us, but uh, uh, yeah, everybody is is talking about yeah, we're having record turnout apparently. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, record turnout. Who you're yeah. voting for having having more people voting is 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 awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, hey Jim. Hey Rita. Rita made it. Uh, yeah, yeah I was about no. to say, I was going to say, but hopefully by the time I get this out on the on the podcast feed, it'll still be voting time or voting. Day will come up, so everybody, please vote. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you who Robo to vote Houston, for, but twenty third term. <laughs> that's uh, you know, that's an exactly. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but if there's only one person I want to vote for, so you know, that's all I'm going to say. That, well, that, that voting day is in two weeks. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'll get. You'll, this will be out. This 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 will be out on the podcast feed by then for sure. Yeah, and um, yeah, is, it, you know, it, this is the. Uh, Last podcast we'll do before the big holiday, yep. Halloween. The Halloween. Most we got some information. <sighs> yes. Speaking of, I'm wearing one of my Halloween shirts from uh, Steam Chest. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Tony, our resident plague professor, He's the necrofessor. Yeah, uh, this is one of his characters from his uh, his book. So it says, "Get gears." That's cool. Yeah, it's I one like of our that favorite. one. So. That is awesome. That is pretty awesome. I want that one. How do I get that? <laughs> I was going to say, is that in this this month's? Uh, that is not uh, in this month. However, I'm considering actually making a deal where, um, if enough people wanted it, like if 20 plus people wanted a certain shirt we already had, again, we'd curate it again, and we would be able to send it out to those people who wanted it. So, if people are interested in that kind of thing, hit us up on Steam Chest. Leave some comments. And tell us you can go through our pictures on our on and past uh, some of our past boxes. I'll be running some pictures intermittently shortly of our old T-shirts. So if anyone's interested, um, leave a like, and we will figure out how to do a roster for such a thing. Because we got a lot awesome. of cool I'll definitely count me in for that one. Sweet. <laughs> like I said, I, I'm still wearing the same pink, the same the same steampunk shirt I've been wearing before in the past. It has the oh, clockwork sorry. cat on there. You know, I did not get this from Steam Chess, unfortunately. I'm sorry, I did not. Um, I, I, I think I got it. I don't even remember where I got it. It was online somewhere. 
<laughs> but it's one of my favorite shirts because it's a cat and steampunk. <laughs> oh, it makes sense, man. Makes sense. Um, most of the people who usually design our shirts outside of uh, the Necrofessor is um, Crimson Creations, and you can find her through uh, through our uh, Facebooks as well. She's designed a good fifty to eighty percent of all of our pictures on our shirts, and uh, she does commissions. And she's she's so good that if I had a prior other artist like call me and say I can't make it this week into your box, I'm like, well. I call her up and she's like, I'll have you three ideas over the weekend. And usually it's like Saturday night because she hasn't slept since Friday at three in the morning. And I have a shirt before Sunday. I'm just like, this is fantastic. I love her so well, so much. Hello, hey, Nicole. How you doing? I'm sorry. We were just hey, talking Nicole. about, you know, somebody not being able to get into the Jack's box soon enough. Um, oh. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Dude, I, 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 my mind went places. Sorry. <laughs> this is a family show. No, wait, wait. Is it? No, I don't think so. Maybe not. Speaking also, of, yeah, uh, have go we on. got our drinks today? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. I, was just, I was just thinking. Well, we're talking about T-shirts. I'm going to have a whole bunch of T-shirts that Steam Chest is having that's had an extra boxes at the convention that we're throwing on October 31st. So we'll be more on that here I'm later. I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get to that, do we have our drinks? I have my drink. Uh, yeah, I have my drink. I would do. Yep. I'm I'm drinking what's called it's called a family tradition oatmeal stout. I, I'm I haven't had a drink yet. I'm about to pop it open. Oh, you already did. Ooh, it you smells good. Everything. Oh, it smells really good. Mm. Make me feel like a heathen drinking it out of the cut out of the can now. Oh my god, that is smooth. Mm. I like this one. <laughs> that is very, very smooth. <laughs> nice and dark and creamy. Nice. Mm. I can't drink beer out of the can. Oh, anymore. yeah. It's a, it's a different yeah, experience in the pint. I mean, I'd rather have it in a glass bottle, but I didn't have the glass bottles this time for what I wanted to drink, so I had to deal. <laughs> okay. I can't tell where this is from exactly. So, so, so I don't know if it's a local beer or not. 903 Breweries? Brewers? 903 Brewers? Yeah, no. Either way. Anyway, it's good. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Good. Does it taste oatmeal or something? Um, like it's... Breakfast? Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if oatmeal is the right word flavor, but it's, like I said, it's nice and smooth and creamy. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, it's really nice. It's nice. Little smooth. Okay. What are you drinking, Jack? I am drinking something from Voodoo Ranger, which usually has a very good flavor of things. I picked up their Higher Plane IPA. Ah. Yeah, and apparently okay. it's their it's their it's their Hazy Imperial IPA. And I've <laughs> had a yeah, I've had a couple of these at the last over the weekend. And I will say I love I'm it. I assume you liking them. I, I do. Awesome. I, I am an I know you're not an IPA man. But I, I love the strong flavors, and uh, it's hard to go wrong with an IPA for me right now. I've yet I've, I have found bad IPAs, and I hate to stay, say <laughs> the bad IPA I found I don't like is the people who make the arrogant bastard ale. Their stone IPA just does not work mm. for me, and uh, I, eh. But uh, no, this one I, I I completely fully agree that this is now going to be on my shelf as often as it can be. Awesome. 
I yeah, agree. I only bought this as a single can. I didn't find a six pack of this one. I only found a single can at HEB. So if there was a six pack there, I will go get it, but I didn't see it. And right. apparently, according to Rita, it is in Sherman, Texas. Hey, in the Sherman Celtic Fest. Nice. Thank you, Rita. I'll agree that there are differences between the IPAs. You can get uh, a dry hopped IPA that has one kind of flavor, and then you can get a very fresh floral hop that is very different. Uh, they're they're both going to be, you know, bitter, but uh, very different flavors uh, in those. So I, I get I get what you're saying. This one's got a bit of a citrus in it, which I think really makes it pop more than some of the other IPAs I've had. So it's almost like that blood orangey kind of grapefruit in there, and uh, kind of gives it a, a lighter tone to most IPAs that I've run into. Anyway, there's my sales pitch. Moving on. <laughs> what about you, Thax? Right, and it's a, and yeah. Well, what are you doing, Thax? Uh, Jack's uh, lead from previous shows when he's uh, skipped the beer and went straight to hard liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that type of week, huh? <laughs> I found my favorite rum, Old oh. Monk. Old Monk rum, oh, seven okay. years. Oh. Fairly inexpensive, but uh, difficult to find. I get it at uh, um, what is it called? Wine and More. Okay. Um, Total Wine. Total Wine. Um, when they have it. But uh, recently, man, I've, I've gone three or four times and they just didn't have it in stock. So I was excited. They got it back in stock. It's an import all the way from India, where it is very common. Uh, it may be like, you know, the, just the, the go-to rum that you find in India. but Interesting. It's, it's got a very strong molasses flavor, which I find really nice. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I usually like rum, and I don't think I've tried that one. I'll have to – you'll have to yeah. invite me over sometime when it's safe. Yeah, I'll have to try I'll have to see if I can find me a bottle of that stuff because I do like my rum. So that's, that's what I am sipping tonight. Nice. nice. Awesome. Awesome. So that was a uh, beer talk, a uh, podcast within the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. <laughs> well, it wasn't beer this time. It was beer and rum. But either way, <laughs> podcast in the podcast. With that said, let's move uh, on to some. Yeah. I want to leave yeah, you guys. Speaking of places to drink and stuff to drink. Hmm? Sorry, I, I need to talk over you. As before we leave this section, <laughs> okay. I want to leave everyone with a thought. My hands have had more alcohol than my face has this year. Huh, okay. <laughs> You've been sterilizing? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's 76%. Is that, is that, is that, so, it's been one of those happy years. Yeah, it's, I have, yeah. And I can tell you for a fact that I don't think you can get drunk off the amount of absorption. Because yeah, I would be bad. Sometimes, yeah. I yeah keep my, my, my company sent me this. Um, oh. <laughs> This gel germs be gone stuff. This is mm -hmm. my, what my company sent me to use. <laughs> Mine's so something called like wash your goddamn hands, and it's like a local brewery. <laughs> <who makes> it. <laughs> nice, nice. <I> like it. <laughs> that's, oh. something that's like sixty to seventy-five percent alcohol. Mm -hmm. I keep going to my boss at work and say, "Can we just order a bunch of overproof rum?" Yeah. You know, vodka. 151, we just have in the office. We can yeah, just wash our hands. Splash it on each other a little bit. You know, we'll all be safe. 
he's not yeah, especially the Appleton rum, the low, the low, the low in Appleton rum. That'll work, right? Because he mm -hmm. said that's like just like rubbing alcohol. He said, <laughs> yeah. I mean, corn alcohol, so cheap. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to business. We have something okay. we have to talk about that's happening for uh, Halloween. Jack, this is your yes. baby. Tell us all so, about it. Uh, you know what? Like, I'm going to zoom you in. You zoom me in, make me all big and everything while I'm sitting Solo layout, there you are. So hey. we're throwing a very safe Halloween party with a steampunk flare out in Copeland, Texas. So anyone in the Austin area and surrounding area would like to come. It's not going to be expensive. I will be linking uh, the link into how to get tickets below uh, momentarily. We'll be having a costume contest. We'll be doing uh, pumpkins that have been pre-carved. So if you have a pumpkin you think is worthy or just fun, bring it. And we will have a pumpkin carving, a pumpkin carved pumpkin contest as long and a uh, costume contest. We're going to be having music. We're going to be having um, a bunch of um, vendors that I've been able to get a hold of and that are coming, and it's going to be fun. We'll have food, we'll have drinks, just just a general party, and you know you don't have to be steampunk. You can dress up as anything you want, and so, but we're going to be safe about it. It's a big room. the The room is usually set for like seven hundred people. We're cutting, you know, but obviously with the with the restrictions, we're not going to be nearly filling it that far. So there's going to be plenty of room for everybody. You, uh, there is masks restrictions, so please bring a mask, which shouldn't be hard for most of us steampunks. We've got them in spades, or we should. And we'll also be selling them at the door. Uh, we'll be selling them at, probably at some of the booths, and we'll have some at the door if you just happen to forget one on the way. So we got you covered. Please come and join us. It'll be fun. I saw Rita posted a question uh, elsewhere about your pumpkin carving uh, contest. She wanted to know, does it have to be a real pumpkin? Or can it be one of the uh, uh, like, foam pumpkins that they sell at the the, the craft stores? Oh, you know, you know, they're very carvable. I have if, two of them that I've carved. So, I mean, <laughs> I haven't. Really, it hasn't really been brought up. But you know what? If the, if if we have more than if we have one show up that is not a real pumpkin, that is a fake pumpkin or whatever, we'll set it up as his own category and we'll see what happens. We'll make it happen. I, I am fully for this. I'm I'm enthusiastic, and I am I am I, I am looking forward to seeing what it comes out of this. They're so. cool. Uh, I I got one. So now the possibility year. of two categories for pumpkins. Oh yeah, I got one of uh, the craft store foam pumpkins last year to carve, and uh, it carved really easy, um, and and not messy, which was the b biggest part for me. <laughs> and you know. I can use it again this year and I yeah, bought another true. one. And uh, I don't think I'd ever go back to buying a real pumpkin to carve. It's I mean, once you put all the yeah, effort carving it, I, I, I take lots of pictures. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I saw a picture of one on, I, I think Instagram earlier this week. It was space balls. The pumpkin It was carved out of it. <laughs> yes. It's happening. Merchandising. 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 Yeah. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> uh, apparently, and you're, and I've been asked if I would be a, a judge or the judge of the costume contest by yep. your wife. <laughs> yes, we, um, we're so. looking for people who want to judge. We're looking for people who are very judgmental, but nice about it. And, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it is, I will neither confirm nor deny that that um, 
um, bribes can be taken. I, I cannot say either way uh, at this point. <laughs> now, now. We're trying to run a legitimate. I get a cut of that now. <laughs> now, Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the venue is is selling food and and drink there. Yes. So there. Just, yes. Don't worry about bringing anything. It's not, in. Bring we're not cash. doing. Yeah, bring bring cash, bring card. Um, this isn't just like we're having a, a a truck pull up, which I do like food trucks. Don't get me wrong here, but this place is actually world renowned for a lot of its barbecue, and um, it's also been actually world renowned for making a lot of the singers for Nashville po very popular. It's one of the areas. It's known for making country singers. And so a lot of country singers will come from down from Nashville and sing there. And then they usually get a lot of hits wow. in a lot of places in Austin afterwards and then become big. So you actually go down there big is, hall wow. and, and everything. And there's just all these signatures from just gods of the, of the uh, country Western scene. So you know, signed autographs everywhere. Like, well, that's interesting. Wow. Rita said, Rita, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that explains why I've never heard of them. I know nothing about country music. Oh, so yeah, neither do I. Right next to the train lines, there in Copeland. So I mean, it's it's been sketchy since the beginning. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rita says she's bought her ticket. Thank, thank you, Rita, for buying your ticket in advance. But she didn't join the part the pumpkin carving contest. Now, do you have to join that in advance, or can no, you, you just, just join when you show? Just show up with okay, it. Okay, so see me. We'll get you on the list, all that kind of stuff. We're trying to, we're, tr I don't expect this to be a huge event. That's one reason I'm very happy no. with the way it's going currently. Um, it'll be a very intimate affair and we're just going to have fun. Be safe. Ooh, I mean, yes, it's a, it's a brothel. <laughs> what do you expect? No. Uh, so, wait, I'm just looking for fun. Really? Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, not really. Also, ladies. Hmm. And he knows how to dance. Barely. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. You got the music. And uh, so it'll be a fun time. Uh, DJ Lex will be getting, doing all the, all the music for us. And she's already been um, showing me a lot of what we're going to have on the, on the list for music. And it's a lot of stuff we've had in the box previous. It's a lot of the people who've been very popular in steampunk that, that everyone enjoys. So it will be very fun to hear awesome. it in stereo. Awesome. Very nice big auditorium like room. But I'm I'm also assuming that we may be having people from the local area there that don't know, know nothing about steampunk. Yes. And are ex uh, will they be expecting their country music <laughs> and their <laughs> oh, western music? Oh, one and or the other. <laughs> signs, and we have a lot of uh, a lot of artwork going out right now. I've been told by the person who runs the who runs the the. The facility that they're actually getting posters made for us with our wow design. okay yeah like full blown movie poster quality posters um, I yeah. want one <laughs> that's that's the thing there's going to be a limited amount and we'll be able to hand them out uh, as special event things and I hope so have people that they're not disappointed uh, yeah yep. I know right yeah so that's a that's a thing buy your tickets yep buy your tickets yeah. show what you love buy your tickets in advance. 
Have have you do you already have you are you able to sell how many people have bought their tickets already? Um, or, yes, or we can. can. I have actually looked. Uh, that is Lex's okay. area. Are you, I'm, are you afraid to look? <laughs> yeah, I am a little. I just a little a little tip timid about it, but I'm not really too worried. Um, the person we were throwing this venue for had nothing going on 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 like Halloween has never been to this place's go to. They never have been able to pull a, pull a crowd. Okay, so they weren't going to have. They were normally they don't have anything there anyway. So this is yeah, good. they have things every other them. time of the year. They are packed nearly every weekend for events, and they're doing a lot of good live music. And we're doing it successfully. We have not gotten anyone anyone sick. We have not had any problems with any of that. And so, it's kind of starting to get around. And so, I'm very I'm very happy about we're being successful about that because we were being anal retentive about keeping everything clean and sanitized and hand hand and sanitized. Makes sense to me. So, yes. <laughs> and it's ladies night Oof. tonight. Okay, wow. <laughs> wow, okay, that, that, uh, I'm glad we're getting this out right off the bat. No, I'm glad we're talking about it right up front because, you know, get it off in case people get bored of us. At least they heard about this. Uh, and they'll look into it because uh, we already we had we had four people now we're down to two. Oh, okay. It's also like dinner time, so. That's but true. it's great that there's there's something to go to on Halloween this year because you mm -hmm. know we don't. Yeah, I had no idea what I, what I was going to do. There's not any really big gatherings because um, we can't. Yeah. So I wasn't even going to do this during this time, except the fact that she gave us a good deal on the venue. And she's like, if we don't have anyone hardly show up, at least we had an event that weekend. And I'm like, well, do you know about steampunk? And she's like, well, what's steampunk? And so I gave her the three hour dissertation <laughs> of what steampunk was, and she fell in love with this whole idea. So they decorate, they're doing things. And uh, yeah, the, slide, the slide projector and the cards. be a and character? All. What? I don't like, what movie do I have to create from? I'm like, no, 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 no. Who do you want to be? She's like, you mean I can actually be the character I've kind of created this whole genre, like the what the dance hall is like wrapped around? Yeah, you can be you can be your Perfect. <gasps> that would be awesome. That's gonna be awesome. Explode. She's like, oh man, this would be great. So I'm very happy. I made I made her. Steam pump. I, I, yeah. You'll have to you'll have to introduce us since I'm you know, oh, since yeah. we're, we're, we're slapping if we're slapping Texas Steampunk Connection on it as well. You, I have to at least meet her. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you'll be able to meet her for sure. She actually is the person who used to set up the events for Lukenbach, Texas. Like the reason Lukenbach is Lukenbach is Willie's. Oh, wow! And she did that for a very long time. And Willie Nelson, like anytime Willie Nelson came down to Lukenbach, she was the one setting up the event. She ran his his nice. festival every year, and so oh, yeah, no, she she's she's been around. That's she awesome. knows what's going on, so I'm very happy that she's happy with with, with steampunk. Well, so. somebody knows what's going on. Yeah, I know. There's this there's, this, there's this venue. Yeah, there's this venue somewhere out there by Canyon Lake. I've I've driven by by it many times throughout my 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 with my job. I've driven by it out there by Canyon Lake. And it, they've never changed their sign. It always says this weekend Willie Nelson out there. <laughs> so apparently Willie Nelson played there at least once or whatever, and they never changed once. their signs since. Yeah, like, That's it. We're done. We're never going. We're never changing. 
we, we've hit the big time. We had the guy we wanted. We can close exactly. the now. <laughs> so, I mean, both times, like first couple times I've seen, it's like, wow, Willie Nelson plays here a lot. Then I realized, no, they just kept their sign up. You know, <laughs> we've hit the big time. There's no reason to change. Every I know, I know. They get a couple of suckers who are looking for him and they buy some beers, so it pays for itself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, where's the Brian Nelson concert? Oh, that was like in 1982. We just haven't changed the sign since then. <laughs> oh, the beers were? Oh, the beer's good. He's <laughs> <laughs> on the jukebox. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, still, I always thought that was hilarious. <sighs> okay, so that was Willie Nelson talk. Another another podcast within this podcast. Um, no. Once again, podcast, Halloween night. Halloween my night. tickets. And it's in Copeland, Texas, which is literally yes, just it's north not that of far from Austin. Yeah. So it is not far yep, away. Very close. And literally, can't find the dance hall in Copeland, Texas. Just type in Copeland, Texas, and go to the center of town. It's right there. It's like right. The bank is across the street. The like I think literally the it government actually, building is like on the other side of it. So it's just like there's only one main street. You can't miss it because all the cars will be there. I, I drove through there and it looks like an old western town. I mean, yeah. like you went back in time. You know, it really so. Does. And so I think it's perfect for our venue. And it's awesome. Ah, wow. Okay. So I guess we should get on with our homework and, and show and tell. Of my homework, I guess. Uh, well, hold on. You guys go. Ahead. I'll let you start. Why don't you guys start? Do a rock paper scissors. Whatever you got to do, figure it out. <laughs> One, two. You guys are bad at this. <laughs> I lose. Or okay. Okay. Scissors. okay. All right. So, what I have for you guys? Jack you switch? Oh wait, no. Wait, you had paper, right? I had paper. You you beat me. Yeah. Now I don't know if you wanted to go first or oh, <laughs> a little while. You go first. Oh, oh okay. All right. Whew. Um, from getting to me. <laughs> okay, so I have to preface this by saying I am a middle-aged man without any children. So I don't know what <laughs> cool with the kids these days. <laughs> what the youths. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Um, uh, but but I love cartoons because I am still a child. Um, no, that's that's not fair. There are cartoons for everybody these days. But uh, uh, I found this uh, this film, the short series um, that came out in 2014 on the. Uh, Cartoon Network that I thought was 2014. Wow. 2014. So yeah, six years ago. Uh in no roughly November. Uh on the Cartoon Network. I'd never heard of it, but I was watching uh, uh a gal named Rachel Makesy. Yeah. Uh and she was all about it. And I was like, I don't know what this thing is, but it looks weird. So I want to go check it out. And uh and let me share with you a little visual aid while we while I talk about this. The show is called Over the Garden Wall. Have either of you guys heard about 
heard of this of this show? It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. It uh, it's really, really awesome. It it's a, a series of ten episodes. Can you see what I'm what I'm sharing up there? Over the garden yes. wall. Over the garden wall. Um, ten short episodes. Each one is about uh, fifteen to twenty minutes each, and uh, it's. It's it's cute and kind of wholesome, and also horrifying, uh, and you know very October, autumn, Halloweeny. Uh, these guys are in odd costumes. They have they there's talking animals, and they're being pursued by the beast, and uh, and it it's it's creepy. It, it can be a very creepy show. Uh, the first episode, they just sort of throw you into the middle of the story. So there's a certain feeling of, of not knowing what's going on and learning with these characters as they're moving forward without any explanation. And then more mm -hmm. as the story goes on, you get uh, flashbacks and more sort of character development on the back end. Um, and it's cute. Like I said, um, there's... There's episodes where there's singing and dancing and talking animals. And then and then suddenly, you know, you're you're running through a dark woods being chased by monsters. Uh, which I love, which I thought was really cool. It's 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 got a very it, it's hard to, to place it it's sort of a um, it feels sort of pre Civil War Americana, but kind of a um, headless horseman, um, you know, old European or old English. It, it doesn't really state it. It's just kind of you're you're guessing as to where this is supposed to be placed. Um, some of the cartoon style has a little bit of. Uh, uh, Steamboat Willie, classic Disney, um, <laughs> or or Betty Boop kind of style, you know, um, those old sort of black and white, um, rubbery skeletons, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Okay, okay. Which is which is fun, and uh, the episodes often have like. Love singing the frogs. Dancing frogs, yeah. you know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and in the episode with this picture, this picture, they're on like a riverboat, so that feels like very um, mm -hmm. uh, Mark Twainy, but not sometimes. It it's weird. It's hard to place, but it's 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 got a very um, Bayou feel to it. Yeah, it's 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 really. Delightful that way. Um, I we had two more pictures that I wanted to. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh wow, nice. See, <laughs> in this episode, they they come into this town where everybody is wearing pumpkin masks or actual pumpkins on their heads, um, and you're not. It, it, it it's creepy and kind of like they've walked into a cult. Uh, it's, it's very strange. It's pretty good for Halloween. It's a good timing oh, for Halloween. Yeah. 
Good. Great pumpkin cult right there. Uh, join, sign me up. <laughs> but is that the great they, pumpkin that, Charlie, that um, Linus from Charlie Brown's looking for? This might be the gnome version of like Louisiana Bayou idealism. I like it. There's a lot of <laughs> lack of explanation. You're just trying to figure things out. Um, but in the end, like there's there's lots of little happy endings. There's a lot of sort of fairy tale stories that, that horror becomes sort of heartwarming, and it, it goes back and forth. It's sort of it keeps you guessing. So if, if you have nice. over the garden wall, I, I highly recommend the the spooky, goofy potatoes and molasses of this show. <laughs> and where does one get this show? Uh, I found it on uh, Amazon Prime uh, uh, for, I think I paid $8 for the season of 10 episodes, which is more than I usually pay because I'm cheap. But it was worth it. I was very happy. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to be watching this at least once per per autumn season for the rest of my life. <laughs> nice. It was really, really cool. That I think is awesome. On, on Hulu, if you have Hulu, I do not. But uh, I, I think I saw ads for it there. Did, have either of you guys heard of this show? I have not. I, I, I it sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I remember seeing at one of the many comic book conventions. I think I've seen somebody wearing that that pot on their head. So that must have been what they were cosplaying. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of suspect. It could be just cosplaying with a pot on their head. (laughs) Right. You never know. But (laughs) but no, I've never seen it. But you know, now I'm I'm interested. It's definitely a season for it with you know scary kind of looking things. You know, pumpkins and all that stuff. Halloween. It is quite honestly not steampunk. Uh, using the, <laughs> the three uh, expectations of steampunk that we put out there, it doesn't meet any of those. But it's it, it has this sort of old timey feel that I think uh, that I think everybody would would enjoy. That yeah, it's it's it fits for no good reason. I don't know Definitely <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> you know, I just I, enjoy it. Sometimes just the having that fantastical story is all you need that really sets this like the pictures you showed me, the settings felt wonderful. And yeah, at that point you have me connect, you have me think first off, the art looks beautiful in its own little, you know, it, it is a little simplistic, but it was very lot of depth in there. And like you said, there's just kind of these moments of we're just a lot left to the imagination and uh, for you to for you to kind of pluck out of it. And I like that. Like I'm tired of being told every bit of the story and how I should feel about every scene instead of having a lot of it left up to my own interpretation. And it also is, I mean, it's intended for children. I I think you can feel comfortable letting your kids watch it and also be uh, very engaged with it yourself because it's, it's kind of good storytelling in its weirdness. Um, <sighs> I love it. And there are a few things that that are good storytelling and are kid friendly. I exist today. Yeah. Uh, kind of lame. Okay, that's I, my report. I can tell you, I'm tired of watching the Octonauts, man. I've watched the seasons of Octonauts like 18 freaking times. I'm ready for something. 
So, yeah, try, try introducing this to your child and see how it goes. I'm, I'm going to. Oh. All right. Apparently, you said they're really short episodes. Uh, yeah, they're, they're short episodes. 20 minutes each. Um, in the uh, in the Amazon thing, they have like two episodes back to back, and that's like one okay. one show, and they run about 30, 35 minutes. Okay. Okay. That's good. So if, you know, for the for the people for people with short attention spans like myself, and that's probably just right. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, all right. So that's uh, very good. Very good facts. You get. I'll give you an A today. You're good. <laughs> Sorry, you've done your homework. <laughs> get a star. Go star. There you go. <laughs> How about you, Jack? What do you? What did you bring today? I brought. <laughs> something very interesting to me. Uh, let's see. I've watched this one. They came out a little bit ago with the other version. Let's see how do I share my computer screen? Oh, wrong button. Uh, push the right button. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you do, for those of you listening in our audio, it is Jack fumbling around on his keyboard. Um, I will this figure is it out. Perfect for listening. <laughs> This is perfect listening right, podcast stuff. Um, oh, I see it there. Let me let me add that to the stream. There, there you go. go. Whoa. Wow, that's all freaky deaky. Sorry, we were looking at a picture within picture within picture within picture. There, people. This is from. I'm Hacksmith explaining for our, for our audio listeners. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Hacksmith. Hacksmith. Uh, I think I am. No, they're on YouTube. They do a lot of really cool things, and one of the things they made was. I'm, I'm just going to, oh, yep. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, they made a oh. lightsaber, a real life. Well, it's not. Okay. So their previous attempts for lightsabers were to heat up like pieces of metal and work mm -hmm. through it that way. However, this one, they're using a cutting torch with an exceedingly good valve and they're pumping a lot of power, a lot of air, uh, oxygen through it or not oxygen, propane through it. Um, cause they're actually trying to figure out a way to make an actual lightsaber. And so the reason I bring this up is because the way they decided to design a lightsaber was in steampunk. And I'm actually trying to get to that. Oh, right. Now. This guy okay. right here is their lead designer. And this is what he was thinking for the lightsaber. And so right here is where the valve that can put the gases in such a, um, fo a focused way that it actually will shoot out a jet of flame that is 4,000 degrees. And all of this is, okay, is for the, necessary. Like yeah, you definitely have to put a link up because for our audio listeners, what we're looking at, it, it looks like a actual it looks body like of a, a lightsaber that you would see. Good, awesome lightsaber. They use but copper, they use brass, they use um, what's here, like a glass chamber with they put LED lights and wires in. Yeah. All these... Um, nuts here actually uh turn and will focus the uh, will change the the way the gases are flowing through these copper pipes that's sticking out the side here and uh um, nice. yeah no it's it becomes really cool and this is actually the original picture on the guy's laptop here that he's getting all these ideas from which popped up um years ago online as a steampunk lightsaber and so they this entire video is of them going through and like 
machining every Building chunk it? of this thing. Okay. Wow. Going to kind of skip across a little bit because I know it's it's kind of boring just to see stills of this and people working <laughs> on chunks of things. But to right, me, we're just yeah for our audio listeners, we're fast forwarding through the video, yeah, so you don't have to worry about I, it. But I, there will be a link later for you to watch it. There will be a link. I want you to guys to look at this. Here is the four, here is the expensive valve that this thing needs to run what they're trying to do. And then they turn it on for the first time. And this is actually, yeah, I want to see that. Oh. That's a flame. That is an actual flame. And wow. yeah. yeah, it has 4,000 degrees. And that hole in the door that he stuck his head through here earlier that we saw is actually what they, mm -hmm. they cut it with that, but they don't show that in this video. There you go. There, there's, there's. So I'm assuming. Well, obviously. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. That is wow. the titanium rod they used for the last lightsaber they tried to make, where they basically used electricity to um, heat it up, and it just slags it. And so, <laughs> it's not really a lightsaber per se, but it is. You know, it'll it will cut through anything. It can't stop a blade right. from hitting you. But uh, right. when they tried different colored. Uh, different colored chemicals in it. You can change the color of the lightsaber now to like yellow and green, depending on what type of uh, chloride, calcium chloride they throw in it. It turns like bright red. And wow. so, okay. wow. yeah, they're figuring out what you could do to, like, you know, you could do to change the colors with it. So you can have different colored lightsabers even, which I thought was fantastic. Well, so, so it's definitely the concept of a lightsaber, but it's not portable because they're, they're, it's hooked up to a big tank. I see, you know. Well, the thing is, is like they figure that out. Up. They um they make it a they make it a harness, right here. Oh, it's well, made out of. So like, they literally made a wonderful cushion that they upholstered, and made out of leather. <laughs> and then now they're attaching all these copper pipes and the and the the the, the fuel tank to it. And made all the wiring, and like it's all copper. It's beautiful. They even did okay, a great okay. Yeah, see, they like the connections. Like so, it's steampunk, and they did they they did not let they did not cheap out in any way. Obviously, yeah. Wow. So I am very happy with this. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a flame. It's like it's kind of a combination between a lightsaber and a flamethrower, kind of. In my head. Yes. Like you want, you want something through doors. This is your thing. You want something that could cut yeah. through. You want a door breacher or an airship breacher? Here you go. This is the. This is what you need to have on hand. That's to break wonderful. Bulkheads. You'll put your eye out. And the rest and of your, your arm, arm and, and anything you guys behind you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is beautiful. That they're but they're playing B-roll now, and it's just oh so. Wow, yeah. that is pretty. See, they like the zipper attachment on the side there, just for prettiness, and the fact that it's. They made it portable and it it's not loud Whoa. when they turn that on. Yeah. Isn't that gorgeous? And so they're actually wow. working better on make them. Um, I think they attached it. Finally, they have a computer program that actually runs the valves to make it sh uh, turn off better because when they are first turning it off, mm -hmm. it kind of peters, but um, right. There's another video now that they've done on Hacksmith where it is the actual test of this. This was the building, the production building. And I haven't watched it yet. And I think instead of me putting it here, you oh, guys there they go cut through a door. Love. Yeah, they're cutting through a door with it. So isn't that a lightsaber? I mean, there's no door. That is as close as a lightsaber as we're going to get right now. See here, oh, yeah, hell yeah. The lightsaber test video. 
and uh, they're going to cut through all that sorts of awesome. things. In the video. So, and it's a steampunk lightsaber, so that's even perfect, even better. So, I am I'm thrilled to see <laughs> that because it just it, it makes me giddy inside as as a person and as a steampunk and as a child. And one of the you know, things that's fun to watch with, with Hacksmith is uh, that main guy, uh, yeah, really hairy guy. <laughs> Who, who honestly looks like Captain America's goofy younger brother. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> he has been excited about all the things that, I know. that they're making. So it's, 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 he's excited, you're excited, everybody gets excited. <laughs> it's like the whole reason I watched Top Gear with, with the original cast was like, I don't care anything about cars, but they make me excited about cars and the things and feeling like a 12-year-old. And, you know... <laughs> All doing this stuff. It's just they're ridiculous. And that's that guy really pulled it off well. The production of the video was so well done. Like they even had an ad in there, and I didn't like care that they were advertising for something <laughs> in that because it's just like it's done well. And that is it was it looked good. Value. Yeah, they, they put a lot of love, and I can tell that video that it took them hours to get all the right recordings. It took them days to build the thing. It took them another couple days of editing. And oh I, I'm I, I feel it and it, it's Bravo. a great video and they need all the attention they can get on that. So and they'll get a lot. And I remember well Mythbusters did a Star Wars special one time and they they um looked into the whole blocking like laser bolts with the with the lightsaber. Yeah. And they did that by using paintballs and you know a sword type thing. <laughs> and they, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, but but I'm like, but they forgot the one. They never mentioned the one factor that in the movies or TV shows or whatever, they're using the force, force. to block the bolts, yeah, not just the lightsaber itself. There's a magical power involved. The bullets themselves, they're yeah. they're already predicting ahead of time, because right, yeah, like if you know anything about how that works. First off, there's a stance. Second off, there's a little bit. You know, there's the the magic that goes into it. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't even mention any of that in Mythbusters. So of course they busted. It's like, you can't, you know, it, or I think they might've said plausible, but I don't remember, but it's like, it's still, they, you know, they had a really, you know, they had bad, you know, they couldn't do it because you don't have the force on your side. You know, you're not force sensitive or whatever. Drives, you know, you've got to get drive R2D2 around. That doesn't mean you can do this. <laughs> exactly. Grant drives the droid. <laughs> oh, <poor> Grant. <laughs> oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, lightsabers are fun. Lightsabers are cool. <laughs> okay, I guess it's my turn. Obviously, like I said, uh, this is going to come to a shock as everybody, but I have a comic book. Yay. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a man named, uh, a man named uh, Neil, Neil Gaiman? Gaiman. Um, I think he's an up and coming, he's an up and coming storyteller, I think. You know, he's, an, oh, he's pretty established, I would yeah, say. I think he, he's. Yeah, I, I, I'm joking. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> oh, an up and coming person. <laughs> Sarcasm is lost. But well, anyway, <laughs> look under your look behind your couch. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so but actually, this is an older comic book that that it came out back in 1995. Back when I didn't even know what steampunk was, probably didn't even heard of steampunk. Uh, and unfortunately, I mean, it is called. Uh, Neil Gaiman's Mr. Hero, the Pneumatic Man. I know that one. Ooh. I know that one. Yes. I want points for that. It's not actually, unfortunately, it's, unfortunately, it's not actually written by Neil Gaiman, but it came out of the brain of Neil Gaiman. 
oh, I'm going so to share real quick here. Force. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't need to share the audio. Where am I? There it is. Share. This is just uh, the quick the Wikipedia about it. That's the cover for number for number nine, right there. And there's a description of what all happens. I'm not going to read it all, but basically, it's a it's a robot that was built back in Victorian times. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. It was built by an alien. It's a whole. It's a very convoluted, but <laughs> it was put on Earth during during. It was put on Earth during the 1800s, and a farmer found it and he sold it, and it was a robot run run by steam. <laughs> um, and mm -hmm. the, the, significant, the significance of the two the two of them in the picture is it was actually one robot. I'm going to go ahead and stop that. I'm going to stop sharing. One robot with two heads, <laughs> and okay. the one head was the really the, the the smart you know smart butler type you know posh kind of talker. And the other one was more of the, he was the fighter. Um, he was taught to box Pillsbury, uh, the Newsbury rules or whatever there was. <laughs> but, and then he was boxed because he accidentally, he, accident, he accidentally hurt somebody in a boxing, in a, in a pretend, in a boxing match. And so they boxed him. And then he was found in 1990s. And now he's running around being a superhero in the 1990s, saving people and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> kind of amazing screw on head, kind of. No, never mind. Yeah, they, 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 they would switch heads. Like, well, we need we need the smart guy right now. Let's switch the head and put the put the, one, <laughs> put the smart head on. <laughs> That's what they would do. Yes, <laughs> that reminds me of uh, old video games where you had to like switch discs to get to different zones. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, where you can switch characters right. mid fight. Yeah, like, you can take over exactly. Yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's um. I mean, it's a, it's a fun read. It wasn't the best in the world because, like I said, it wasn't really written by Neil Gaiman, but it came out of his brain. There was a couple of other comics at the same time. It was called the Technoverse, and there was like I think a like Leonard Nimoy had some say in some of it, and there was a bunch of people that got together and put their names on it and has their ideas. And um, there was this definitely another thing. Yes, yeah, so and no, I'm bringing up this is uh, right. I had the single issues because I actually bought them when they first came out. Shocking, uh, back in 1995. They're, they're, they're Obviously, they're not available. However, they are. They have been collected in the two volumes of as as a as a collected collected series. So, you, and I've been seeing them at the half price bookstores right now, or you can probably get them at your local comic shop. But at, if you have a half price bookstore, I've been finding the Mister Hero collected editions. There's two of them. They've been there. Um, wow. So they're available as a collected edition, but not as single issues, unless you can find them, you know, for sale by some other collector like me. But I'm not going to sell mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Rita, yes, it's Neil Gaiman's, his, his name's on it. He also has another one called Late Neil Gaiman's Lady Justice. It's not steampunk, but it's in the same universe as this, as this guy. Um, and I think there's another one as well. Um, so if you look into those. I, I think Lady Justice has also been collected as well. Um, so that, this was, like I said, this was steampunk before I even realized steampunk existed back then. And this is definitely, I mean, it's definitely a robot run by steam. He even made a comment that, so they bought him like a, the, the, the girl who found him put like um, the barbecue charcoal in him. And he's like, what is this? This isn't working very well for me. I don't like this at all. They actually actually go get him real cold. Um, <laughs> it was making him <laughs> sick. Barbecue <laughs> and cold are not the same thing. <laughs> exactly. And, but I mean, it kept him barely running, but they got him some coal. <laughs> but <laughs> no, the difference at the time, but it was pretty funny. Um, but that's, that's that. Uh, and one quick on the side, I think I mentioned it before. Um, 
but there was, I, I talked about, I'm going to share my screen one more time. Come on, share, 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 share. There it is. Um, Contu 2, The Hollow Men is now available. Um, oh. Remember, I, I talked about Contu before. Yeah. This is the second series by the same by the same character. Um, issues number one and two are out. You can find them at your local comic shops. Shouldn't be a problem. Um, it's a, it's a it's a very all ages story. It's a it's a it's a little guy. He's gonna at his last encounter with the evil wizard. He did something to him, and his his clock is fine. But all his village they're free, but all their clocks are winding down. And now he's on a quest to go save his friends. He's going to go confront the wizard to get their clocks rewound and working so they can live. And, he, and he's off on an adventure. He has some friends with him. There's a, you know, it's just, it's a good old fun adventure. You know, I think it's really good all ages fun. Hmm. So, and it's like I said, issues one and two are available for Contu 2. I'm sure the collected issue of Contu, the first series, is available somewhere at your local comic shops. There's also a one shot that came just before this one. Um, I think I mentioned that one before as well. But it's a, it's a good it's a, it's a really good all ages adventure. I like it, and I'm not you know I'm I'm man I'm I'm enjoying it, but I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's definitely all ages. So <laughs> nice. It's available now. Okay. And that was my homework. And look, <laughs> so we got all our homework done. Yes, we did good. Everybody, pat yourself on the back. There you go. <laughs> good boys. Um. Yeah, yeah, we're actually a little bit we're. We're a little bit ahead of schedule, so any last words, people? Anybody? Everybody? Um, once again, we got a Halloween show coming up. Buy tickets in advance. I got any questions for you. Um, so you were talking about the hacksmith, and I've seen other videos of his, uh, including one where he tries to make a jetpack so he could be Iron Man. Have you seen what? that one? No. Um, I'm, I'm, I will now. It, I mean, it's interesting because he's excited about it. But that made me think of this other thing that has been showing up on the news. Um, I, know what you're saying, I know what you're about to say. The L.A. airport? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Large yes. jets flying into L.A. have been reported seeing a man in a jetpack flying over the yes. airport. What? Yes. I've, I've heard this, too. It's hilarious. There's been like I haven't seen any pictures reports now. And what's at first it's just like, wow, that's something really uh stupid. Why would you fly <laughs> over the airport? Yeah, well, of all places back around an airport. I mean, I guess but, it's the only place you won't be lighting stuff on fire when you land. But the the devil's in the details, you see. Of these reports, he's being he, she, it. The, the jetpack man has been reported at 3,000 to 6,000 feet above sea yes. which is higher than any jetpack should be able to go. That's even right. higher. And he's, not flying, and he's flying like horizontal, right? He's not flying vertical right. up. He's, he's like flying. <laughs> like a Boeing uh, pilot reported that the man in the jetpack overtook him and flew past him. He's flying mm -hmm. faster than the jets. Um, I mean, okay. So no, no one's gotten pictures yet. The whole idea of it was that that was the winged thing that makes you look like Buzz Lightyear with the two little jet engines on it that runs off of batteries. That doesn't go that fast. Mm -hmm. uh, they only got I, enough for that to actually be powered lift uh, recently. It's more like the Rocketeer. We're talking about the Rocketeer, yeah, talking here, about the rocketeer here, man. Rocketeer here. Or and, Iron Man. I mean, if, 
or Iron Man. I mean, I like Iron Rocketeer, you know, whatever. The Bronze Rocketeer, Iron Man tier, who cares? Uh, <laughs> throw that out, <laughs> out the window. Um, okay. Uh, but I mean, if it is that kind of story, if we do have something going on like that, that's pretty cool. I don't have any It's crazy. questions. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. Although I heard, I've heard, I've heard the FBI is looking for him as well. So he, he's probably in trouble for whatever. They're, they're going to find the law that he broke somehow. Probably yeah, break, breaking air base. You know, right? there's, the, there's like three different. There's three different jurisdictions he's breaking with that. Because first yeah. off, it, if it's a, if it's a moving vehicle, it's not licensed. If it's um, and then of course it's not a vehicle. If it goes above 200 feet, then you're now in the air. You're in now American airspace. Therefore, you have. It's <laughs> the same reason that we don't have flying cars right now. Is that flying cars aren't hard to, to aren't hard to to manufacture. It's hard to keep up with the three. You have to keep up with the Department of Motor Vehicles and all of their ideas of what mm -hmm. you need. It's hard with I can't come up with the name of who keeps, who keeps the FAA. The FAA. You got to keep up with all their standards and they're they're constantly changing standards. And then you got to keep up with what ultralight airplanes and over overweight airplanes or uh, lighter than air <laughs> airplanes have to keep up with as standardized. So there's just too many different mm -hmm. departments that keep changing what their regulations are to keep a flying car even legal. And so that's why we don't have one. It's not because we haven't broken yeah. the awesome technology barrier. It's that it's bureaucracy keeps us from having it. Yeah. My I, as much as I would love flying cars, I wouldn't trust them because we can't even keep people from hitting each other on the ground. Uh, the <laughs> there'd be people falling out of the sky all over the damn place. It'd be a disaster. Right now is they're using drones, like oversized drones that can hold two people, and it's got four rotors. Therefore, there's redundancy. So if one of them goes out, you're still safe. It can actually crash land safely. And they fly to specific places. No, I mean, actually safely, like it will, it'll hit the ground and you will survive easily. Uh, it can, it, technically two rotors will actually will do it. Um, but they fly to specific places. So they're almost like a rental, like they'll fly you anywhere and they'll land in the space that was nearby, but they work and they haven't had hardly any problems. I the TV show Westworld, the late, the latest season, had those. They were they looked like the giant drones with the four propellers. Mm -hmm. They looked just like that. People sat inside and flew them off somewhere. You know, it was that you just describe exactly what they had in Westworld. <laughs> and well, they have them in Dubai right now, and you don't control them. You literally tell it where you want to go. You push it on a map, and then it flies exactly. itself. And so yep, that's exactly what it was. There is no, it can't be any user error. Now you can have Google error or. For God forbid, Apple Apps error, uh, <laughs> and so we'll have Apple Map get being a problem. But uh, there'll be. I'm sorry, Fax. We kept interrupting you. I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, no, go, that, that's fine. I just feel like all the things that you're saying are true, but there is not technology for a jetpack to take you six thousand feet above sea level faster than a Boeing jet. They don't yes. have. Exactly. The FBI trying to find them. I bet the U.S. military is trying to find them. Yeah. Like, we want that. Yeah. We need that. Being flight that long with so little fuel that far. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I, so, that yeah, basically, the, the guy, to, we, we have a rocketeer out there. You know, hopefully, he's a good guy. Um, no, Rita, I have not heard of Vintage Tomorrow's. What is Vintage Tomorrow's? I think I have. Uh, 
vintage to me. What is it? It's familiar. Let's it's see like here. A documentary about steampunk. Uh, I think I saw it on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, see, we've watched. Oh, this. really? Yeah. Examine <laughs> steampunk origins, explosive growth, and cultural significance. It is a steampunk movement, homogenized, privileged subculture, or a reclaimed of technology in the hands of Silicon Valley? Question mark. I wouldn't say it was okay, either okay. specifically, but hey, okay. That's, I guess the first episode, again, that's the synopsis then. So it's going to be talking more about that. So the yuppie side of things. But uh, it, oh, it, it's it just a, like a documentary film movie. Cool. Um, it was fun. It, you got to see a lot of, okay. uh, uh, you know, William Gibson is interviewed, Bruce, Bruce Sterling. Uh, Gail Carriger, I'm just reading off the cast here, but you know, the authors <laughs> that mm -hmm. that established steampunk or played in that genre. Um all right, all right. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to give that a watch just because yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to put that on my list. That's awesome. Thank you, Rita. Facts yes. have been holding out on us. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> all, all your fault, Tax. Rita, we're going to replace you with Rita soon if you don't hurry up and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking with, speak, speaking of, um, I, 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 you don't fall any further. Um, my mind just went blank on me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, Nicole, I asked because I remember last time I, you know, we, we I invited Nicole to join us anytime she wanted to and whatever, possibly join us. Um, she's she wasn't able to join us today, even though she did stop by and say hello. She's no longer with us. She says she's going to read a book that she thinks might be steampunk, and she will report in later. So she may be joining us later. I don't know about next next show or, but she will join us again sometime later on down the line, and she will have a, a report of some kind. Um, so she 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 seems she appears appears to be she will be a occasional co-host if not yes. <laughs> joining us fully you know nice and <laughs> so just you know because I, I i last time she when she was on last time we she brought a lot of viewers so she will bring the views <laughs> and the people because <laughs> right now we have rita thank is you rita you are one loyal listener and watcher bringing her on as views i mean she does have a wonderful <laughs> personality man come on yes you know, and, and and just because just because she uh she's what she's the one to put the wander poster out for you, right? Yeah, well, I mean, she she does want me, so <laughs> but not in the way you think. Yeah, <laughs> big deal. I mean, okay, yeah, don't worry, we won't, we won't. the money, which you know what, I completely understand. Yeah, so but I was going to ask her about how much you were worth. Um, and, and you know, oh, right, right. <laughs> you know, what? let's end with that. <laughs> Here is okay, my Okay, let's poster. look at your wanted poster. So reward. Uh, so, what is the reward? Yeah, so that's not a bad looking. It looks like you. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Like they don't get the nose right, but that's normal. You know. <laughs> like 122 misdemeanors, 32 felonies, 462 bench warrants, 85 search warrants. Also wanted for questioning and 15 other separate investigations. For more information or tips, uh, contact your local Enigma agent. My whole name right there, Jack Fireball Von Wolf, and the reward is 500 coal credits, which is by far really low. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's not uh, worth the trouble. Um, I, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's like, then there's my list What's of aliases. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. So, yeah, a lot of the, the detail on this is ridiculous. My known whereabouts. That's a nice. That's, as, as wanted posters goes, that's a really nice wanted poster. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, I keep it in my office and everything. <laughs> I, I'm really impressed about that wanted poster. I've seen wanted posters before. None of them were that nice. I know. <laughs> was, I know. I've, I've really enjoyed having that one. And uh, <laughs> so the woman who did the picture of me there is the one I was talking about earlier, Crimson Productions. So that she. Uh, okay, perfect. I'm yeah. I don't think I'm. I I don't think I've wanted. I don't think I've done anything to, to warrant or or have need of a wanted poster. At least I have not that I'm aware of. Well, um, I've never been long enough. There will be time. <laughs> but just from association with you, is that what you're saying? I mean, it, <laughs> there. I got plenty of opportunities. Let's just put it that way. Well, <laughs> if it comes to making 500 cold bucks or getting dragged to jail. I think I'll take the 500 cold bucks. I know it, I'll find you. Now, Luckily, I don't really know where, you're, where you are. I can, so. get you, I can get you that much in alcohol if that's your price. Gee. That is that is that is very tempting. Yes, I, I am usually a drinking traveler. If you're going to take me to the if you're going to take me to the feds over beer money, I'll you're give you beer money more. You're a traveling drinker. Yes, I am a tra I, I, my persona is a traveling drinker um, and I, I mean, pretend that I'm rich. Turn me I, in. That's kind of my shtick. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I found myself on many airships not knowing who the crew was. And finally, when, I, and once the once their bar is empty, I, I just move on. You know, I was like, I was like why, why am I here? You know, I was like. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you my room steward? <laughs> yeah. All right. Been there. Right. Before we leave, I need everyone but to yes. Give me, a, give me a face that you want on the next picture for like the front of the video, like my, my thumbnail. A what? A oh, face? I, I need a thumbnail <laughs> picture. So, oh, freeze frame? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Because I'll have to go through and find it. But before, I'm usually just taking pictures of like what our faces were at certain points, and it's all funny that way. That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I think I, I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna go for a goal and try to go for the get more people on. And you try to do the Brady Brunch thing, looking. You know, <laughs> that's a lot of people. I like it. Love it. I love it. That's a lot of people. Brunch. You'll never be able to get a word in edgewise. But once again, it is that time to say goodbye and say thank you very much for listening. Rita is our one loyal watcher who watches us live. Thank you very much, Rita. <laughs> well, we trust the rest of you will be tuning in later. Not being able to interact with us. But you can still post on Facebook, and we will respond when we see it. Um, exactly. We'd love, we'd love to meet you on uh, October 31st at the Big Shindig in where? Copeland, Texas? Copeland, right? Texas. Copeland, Texas Dance Hall. C-O-U. Oh, right. I was going to post a link to that. Um, yes, yeah. please do. That's important. Um, yes. Once again, find us on Facebook. I have it. Um, give us, please give us compliments. I love compliments. Um, give us suggestions. Uh, <laughs> if you don't have a compliment, if you have a complaint, I have a Twitter that I don't look at. Go ahead and send it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's perfect. Um, right. What else? I think that, I think that pretty much covers everything. We will go once again, you can catch us on the cod, on the podcatchers. Um, 
and YouTube. We are on YouTube as well. I recommend going to uh, the Steam Chest YouTube page. There, he does more fancy stuff. Mine is just straight up. I, I don't even think I'm going to post it on my YouTube anymore. Um, so if you want to find us on YouTube, go to Steam Chest YouTube. <laughs> Put a link for that. <laughs> um, so yes, Jack, you're in charge of our YouTube now. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I have a reason not to turn me in. Right, and if you know, like I said, um, yeah, I don't even remember what the Twitter is. I think it's like it, you can look at you know Texas Steampunk Connection on the Twitter. You'll probably find this. I think it, I messed up. It, it came out um, Texas Steam or something like that. So I got some really weird tweets a few times at the beginning there. It, it was a whole other connotation of what they thought it was. They were disappointed. <laughs> okay, we've gotten that with Steam Chest too. Like, why are you going with those people? Like, it's a box. <laughs> Not what you're expecting, <laughs> apparently. Right, not, not the kind of steam box you're thinking about, yeah. You know, I guess if I need to. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, wait, wait, no, we'll save that for next time. Uh, <laughs> if, if I, I have a question. If anybody is interested in donating, um, I might be... Con <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't even know if uh, if opening up like a GoFundMe or um, what's that other one for money? You asked for beg for money. Um, Patreon. Patreon. I don't even know if it's worth ask opening up a Patreon because you know you know all this kind of stuff. It's not cheap to get the equipment and uh, the the license, not the licensing fee, the fee for holding it uh, on our podcatcher or a pod distributor. You know, it's only one. It's a, it's a it adds up over the over the over the time. Um, it, I, luckily, we, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna ask now. Cause it's not until May where I have to pay it. So, you know, if I get a dollar a month, donations, I won't, so I won't have enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll get donations there for this and join our Patreon and I will send you racy photos, uh, <sighs> including my naked feet. But once a month, <laughs> Let me go. I was about to ask, what kind of what kind of giveaways will we have for on Patreon? There we go. Fax is offering. <laughs> I, may, I may add. I may include ankle on mine. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, oh, hey, mm. I will send you cats pictures of my cats. How about that? <laughs> so, I can do ankle pictures at this point, you know, thanks. The cats win. <laughs> and I have four cats to choose from. <laughs> so, you got a calendar worth of cats here, then. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't have a Patreon yet. I don't know if I'm going to open one up. I just, I'm just putting feelers out there. Because I figured by the time May comes around, if I did and I got a dollar a month from one person, that's uh, not enough. But it'd be something. <laughs> it would be one, it'd be two, three beers that this costs to be on the show. <laughs> that's right. Rita wants to see your ankle. Apparently, oh, oh, and 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 your feet and the cats. I think we got a thing going yes. here. Oh, yeah, uh -huh. we got something going. Oh. Um, I, I do have a cat that. I have a cat that I can walk on a leash. Um, he's really good with it. Maybe if he's okay with me putting a leash on him, maybe I can put costumes on him as well. That might be interesting. <laughs> you know, <it's> like... <laughs> well, anyway, I digress. Okay. Any weirder, let's keep going. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thanks a lot, everybody. Um, like I said, send us, you know, talk to us, please. Send us messages on Facebook. Talk to us. And until next time, mind your gauges. Please do.